Welcome to Meta Manchester, a podcast about the personal and business philosophy of Mancunians around the world. My name is Tan Lei. This week, my guest is Jamie Kennelly, a Mancunian living and working in Brazil. He shares stories about working in the TV and commercial industry, learning to speak fluent Portuguese, and making sure Manchester gets recognition for the Industrial Revolution. All right, let's do it. Here's Jamie. How's it going, Jamie? I'm all right, thanks, Tan. Yeah, really good. How you doing? Really well, really well. So you are somebody who is in a very exotic location compared to previous Metamancunians. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me where are you right now? So I'm in Brazil. I'm in a town called Parachi, which is in the state of Rio, but it's about four and a half hours from Rio, from the city of Rio de Janeiro. And it's actually not nice. far from, it's, it's kind of in between Sao Paulo and Rio. On the on the beach, but but uh, we're just kind of slightly up into the mountains. It's lovely. Wow! How long have you been there? Um, living um, for almost almost six years now. What What was your first contact with Brazil? Like, what was? How did the connection begin? Everything really comes from my now wife. I guess you know we met in Manchester in what year was it now? Two thousand and four. Um, because it, I remember it was the Commonwealth Film Festival at the time. Um, mm. So yeah, we met then, 2004, and started going out. And then, she, so she's Brazilian, I should say. <laughs> um, yes, I guess. Yeah, so I, I can't remember. I, I think the first year we actually came to Brazil together was, uh, and obviously my first time to Brazil was 2007, I think it was. Just on holiday, really. And then, you know, we would kind of go out there periodically Actually, in 2000, I think it was 11, we bought a piece of land. You know, we didn't really, we mm. didn't really, which is where we're living now. You know, we didn't really have any grand plans to kind of live here. But it was just kind of a brave move that we did. And Very yeah, brave. So we bought this piece of land. And then, and at that time, we, we were living in London and my wife was working in fashion. And it was, a, you know, it's a tough world, a fashion world. And she was mm. getting a little bit ill and... We we kind of we thought about then moving back to Manchester, but actually the house was the house was ready here, and we thought, Do you know what, let's let's give it a try. So we've kind of been living here since then, really. You know, the last six years. Amazing, amazing. Uh, how far have you got with the language? Yeah, I'm fluent. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to. I have to be. You know, because for work and I, I mean, you could get away with living here without speaking a language but for work i you know I, oh I need man it. i'm so jealous whenever i meet a brit living in another country that learned the language it makes me feel so i know but Finnish language, i didn't learn it i remember i remember uh, singing in the manchester boys choir we, we did a couple of songs in Finnish, and i mean it's just like <laughs> it's just another world you know what i mean it's as you like i can't oh, imagine well, what it'd be like feel better. Yeah. so portuguese you picked it up how long did it take you I don't know really. You know, it take these things take a long time, but it's difficult. And it's to, always a continuing process. It's exactly yeah. But I did a degree in French, so mm. uh, maybe I mean that definitely that definitely helped me because. So you yeah, already had a linguist kind of mind. Yeah, exactly. I guess so. Yeah. So tell me, 
a little bit about because you said you can work and you use it for work. So, can you tell yeah. me what do you do for work right now? So yeah, so I you know I just you know I film stuff you know sometimes mm. so sometimes I direct it as well, but normally I am the person tasked with film you know filming. So yeah, um, and that so that's like camera lenses, lighting, that kind of stuff. Awesome. And so I do a mixture of. I do a whole mixture of stuff from like TV, so you know, like factual TV, to commercials or music videos, or um, I suppose a lot of stuff is for the internet nowadays. Even if it's yep. produced in the same in the same exactly, way as exactly. TV, but you know, they call it branded content or whatever. You know. Can you tell me, like, when you first moved over? Yeah. Uh, it, it can be in terms of work, or you know, like I just love to hear some of your first impressions of living and working in brazil mm. the early days the early days were kind of maybe both exciting and frustrating like i don't i kind of assumed at the time and and in some ways that that all started before the six years ago when i moved over it probably started two years before then when i mm. when i was out here for say four months at a time and i brought mm. my camera with me and i thought oh it's going to be really easy to Oh well, you know, I've done work for the BBC. I've got yes. a TV and all this kind of stuff. I thought, oh, this is going to be dead easy to get work, and it was. It wasn't. It's was super completely hard. relate. Completely relate. Yeah, it's just really hard. Like I, you know, it's still. I, I'm still learning that lesson now. Really, that actually, yes. you know, in the in the UK, I would say things are more of a, you know, like in our game. You know, if if you've got a good showreel. And you can prove that you can shoot well, and you've got good experience, and you've worked for some good companies, and that. Then, it, you can you can you can get work in the UK. I mean, you still need to make meet some people and stuff. But I find that in the UK, people will take chances on you as a you know as a filmmaker or, or whatever. Mm. More so because there's such a through flow of, of people from all kinds of different countries, and you know things maybe in the UK are a bit more transitory, and you know they're happy to work with new people and stuff. In Brazil, it just doesn't work like that at all. You Interesting. Know, if people can't, you know, my CV didn't didn't really mean anything. Yes. And this is they like this is with local companies, you know. So yes, Brazil is very Brazilian. You know, it's okay. like there are some there are some say Argentinians or Uruguayans in in the industry here, but it's you know Brazil is you know Brazil's very Brazilian. They speak Portuguese. They don't really speak English as a rule. Yep. They they um they go on holiday within brazil you know they love brazilian culture they it's very it, i think i was just thinking back to when i was kind of living in london and you know regularly i would work with for instance like a, a colombian guy a Bra uh, brazilian guy uh, a french guy um i'm just trying to think of all the nationalities that would like just be normal for me to 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 kind of to work with and then but it's like it's interesting, like how communities, you know, work. Like Brazilian, Brazil is a very Brazilian place. But then I have a huge number of like British friends here, you know, have and you? including including like in my town, which is a small town, you know, I've, there's a there's a group of like five of us that always go out, and we're just like oh. it's it, you know, and we're just like you know, young young well not so young anymore, but like <laughs> young British men. So we do you know whatever your nationality, we do tend to group together, and that is that is normal because you know life is life is tribal you know yeah it's natural yeah are there any british pubs yeah there are in um in sao paulo there's there's an irish pub i can't remember what it's called there's also an there's also an english pub i don't think i've been to the english i can't remember which i've been to there but they sell 
And the Irish one they sell Guinness. It's actually, and it's actually pretty good. It's on tap. I don't know how they. I don't know where they get it from, but it's just very expensive. <laughs> but it's good. Is there? Because um, I know every almost every town around the world has a Brits in this town Facebook group. Do you have one for Brazil? You know what? No, but we have a WhatsApp group in the town that I live in, and one of one of the guys in that group, Michael, he's actually. He's the 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 the, the crown's representative in Palachi, <laughs> which is the town. So, uh, and he's even got a business card. So, you know, if the queen were if the queen were to come to Palachi, she'd have to, which she never will. You know, she <laughs> she would have to. Michael would have to receive her. But also, like if you know, if any British, the idea is that if any British citizens are here and have trouble, you know, so they would essentially get consular help from Michael. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so. Six years. Generally, do you feel settled there? Because, for example, you still have your British phone number. Yeah. How settled do you feel in Brazil right now? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, I definitely feel more settled than ever. It's true. I do. I mean, I have a Brazilian phone number, but my WhatsApp is my UK number. And mm. I, to be honest, I actually don't feel like changing that. And the thing, because the thing is that. Before before the pandemic, I would still spend, I would still travel between the two places quite a lot, you know. So I would probably spend maybe four to five months of the year in Manchester. That's a um, lot. It's a lot, yeah. I'd say it would Why? be a bit like, unpredictable. It... I, I don't know. The thing is that when we left London and moved to Brazil, like I was already kind of a bit sick of London and, and my heart had kind of opened up to Manchester again. And I was kind mm. of excited about the idea of going back but we didn't we came here you know and I you know I love Manchester you know I love I love being there and um and I suppose yeah and and also for work you know in the early days I, I didn't I, I was a bit scared of like not having much work here you know and everyone mm. needs to survive so I would kind of travel back there and you know stay for a month or two and do some work there and then do you know so gigs. maybe in the early days I wasn't super investing in I would same, take any work that came up, do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And so it, it, for the good, like, first maybe three or four years, I was kind of trying to keep a foot in both, yep. totally in both camps. You know, we were thinking about going back, spending a, a long period of time in Manchester next year, maybe wow. maybe move back in January. And um, just to, I don't know, like, I, you know, I just, I feel like going back for a while. And, I know what you mean. Um and and actually, we have a flat in the northern quarter that kind of needs a bit of attention, and you know, and really, I don't know. We just feel like it, it could be nice to it could be nice to go back there for a while. I, I think we definitely miss it here, and and you know, the weather and our neighbours and all that kind of stuff, and our on our little house here. But um, I don't know. And my wife also, even you know, she loves she loves Manchester too. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I could quite happily be in Manchester, you know, for the whole of next year, as long as I can get wow. work, which I'm yeah. sure I could. Um, but yeah, I find I find that makes me a, a maybe a happier person to have the two in my life instead of instead of just trying to convince myself that I've left Manchester and I'll never go back, which isn't is what I I don't feel that you know. Yeah. What is it that Manchester has that London doesn't? Um, we're all searching for belonging, aren't we? Which is strange, you know, this will sound strange considering I'm on the other side of the world now, but, you know, there was something about that I felt at home when I was in Manchester. And then increasingly kind of 
the film into a TV TV industry, man, it's just massive. You know? Yep. It really is like huge. And I'd never really, and still to this day, I've not actually done that much work in, in Manchester. But then I started to kind of knock on doors in Manchester, like all production companies. And I don't know, like, I think, yeah, to answer your question, I think the kind of thing that pulled me back and still pulls me back now is, I guess it's a sense of belonging. And also I've got so many friends in Manchester. You know? mm. um, and I think, you know, moving to London was like a brave thing to do. And I did feel like, you know, it was kind of good for me to have done that. Mm. Um, but it was just so it always felt so nice and so easy to be back in Manchester and see my friends and all this kind of stuff so um, so when I'm you're in Brazil yeah. what do you think about specifically like that you miss in Manchester is there anything spe specific yeah like a million things how much time have you got I'll tell you <laughs> what I miss I miss I miss salt and vinegar crisps I miss uh, drifter bars I miss Cheshire cheese I miss Aldi massively <laughs> I miss like how easy, how easy our flat in Manchester, just how easy, quick it is to walk to the Andale Centre. I miss yes. stuff like, you know, Amazon, eBay, all these kind of things. That yes. We just don't like, I know, miss Amazon big 24 hour Tesco's. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this, like, I don't know, there's, there's just a thing about, you know, and how, and Finland's obviously like a world apart from Brazil as well, but you know, there's just so much stuff in Brazil that just doesn't work, you know, and so it's in to go back, you know, there's so much stuff in the UK, you know, in the UK specifically, but, you know, in Manchester, there's just stuff works, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, maybe the buses are a bit expensive and all this kind of stuff, but in the UK, things work and in Brazil, things don't work. <laughs> mm. So processes and stuff, bureaucracy, it's just a nightmare. So it's just the it's the wow, ease of this the is UK, the, you know. Yeah, this is the first positive like support for British bureaucracy. Do you think oh, we yeah. do you think people like us often look at it through kind of, you know, rose tinted glasses? A little bit. Um a li I, yeah, a little bit, but you know, all those things I mentioned, like, you know, crisps and Cheshire cheese and stuff. Um you know, I, as soon as I get back to the UK, it's the first, it's the first thing I do is I is uh, would buy that. Honestly, yeah. I mean, you can't really buy Chester cheese at the airport, but I would certainly buy a packet of crisps. Yeah, um, I, I usually go into the Debray um, Smiths and get the meal deal or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though it's like horrifically expensive. That's the thing, you know. I think you've been like, in Brazil too long. This is where we differ. Because compared to frigging Helsinki, uh, yeah. UK is cheap as heck. So that's why like, it's, it's oh, really, funny. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, I know Scandinavia. It's oh my god, roof, it's it? so expensive. Is it is Finland more expensive than say Norway or Sweden or somewhere? Or, or they're all, they're all around the same. They're all around right. the same. I know that you don't see what you see in England. Like going to Tesco in the aisles, you see these big, huge signs like one pound. You know, mm. you don't see that. Like three oh, euros is but, cheap here. Three, four, five no, euros. But, yeah 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 but yeah, and even in like France, there's no such thing as pound stores yeah no exactly no but throughout the, re the the rest of europe you don't get anything like as far as you don't get anything like that that's like, what i mean the UK like, is like UK is so cheap that, yeah yeah and the other thing the, me the mega the mega thing another mega thing i miss is um the reduced reduced food in the in tasco in the supermarket yep. it's brilliant <laughs> yep. it's brilliant I, every night I we know. would go out. Yes. Uh, and we do this when we go to Manchester. We'd go out at like 9.45. Yes. Or <laughs> and then just, just see, what, see what's there. It's oh brilliant. Oh my God, I miss that. Yeah. What about the weather? Do you miss? Yeah, I don't do miss Do you find weather, out even 
Oh, you don't mind the Manchester weather? I, I, I don't. No, I don't. I don't miss the weather. I okay. don't miss the Manchester <laughs> weather so much. I, I do. What I do miss sometimes is some cold because it's never cold. Yes, I was just going to say that. Um, not with Helsinki, obviously, but when I because I've yeah. lived in Asia for a while and I've lived in uh, California for a while, and I mm. end up missing the grey English rain. So, what do your Brazilian friends know about Manchester? Ah, you know they know the music, they know the football teams. Um, do they? Uh, they yeah. know the music. Yeah, yeah, they do actually. Strangely, um, you know the not not like. You know, there's all kinds, so many different kinds of Brazilians. Like where we live here is is pretty rural, small towny, and you know, their na- their neighbours have none of our neighbours here have even heard of Manchester. You know, but, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's one of this kind of place where nobody asks, nobody asks what you do for a living, nobody asks like where you're from. It's ah. just like these things don't even figure in. If I told people what I did for a living, no one would understand anyway. But then, wow. like the more kind of younger, say maybe like Western focused, uh, of you know, people in, in here or like friends or whatever in my work circle, you know, they are, they, they, they all have heard of the music and stuff, you know. I mean, what is that? I mean, for foreigners, Manchester is football and music, isn't it? I mean, what else, yep. what else would it be? I'm sure there's something else there, but I... Well, if, if... The Industrial the, Revolution. I was just going to say, if yeah. they're history buffs, then they might look to in, Industrial Revolution. I mean, that's a huge thing. The Industrial Revolution is no small thing. It's literally created the world we're in today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think Manchester should get way more kind of recognition for that. But I'm just a history um, book. History yeah, I know. Well, I tell you what, I am... Um, Whenever the conversation comes up, I uh, uh, I make sure that Manchester gets the recognition for the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> Do you? Oh, respect, yeah, yeah. man! I thought I was the yeah, only I one. Yeah, I like that, and because also I like that story of um, the the poor the poor Liverpudlians when 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 they built the Manchester Ship Canal, and, mm. and it suddenly, and then suddenly there was like this mega river that could take everything. The, the The ships didn't have to stop in Liverpool anymore. They just came all the way to Salford, which was. A bit of a disaster for Liverpool. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, for the like the Liverpool economy was a bit of a disaster at the time. And I grew so, up in yeah. Oldham. That's a story I tell. Whether that's whether that's true or not, you grew up in Oldham. I grew up in Oldham, so mm-hmm. I, I grew up like seeing mm, yeah. those mills. Yeah, uh, yeah just yeah. speaking of industrial revolution, so it was didn't appreciate it then, but now I'm like, wow, I grew up in the centre of the industrial revolution where it all changed. It's like knowing mm-hmm. where. The agricultural revolution started, but we don't know that because that was 10,000 years ago and we actually, it didn't start in one place. Whereas the Industrial Revolution was recent enough that we kind of know where it started. So I think that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. old, yeah, Oldham was pretty much, yeah, it was the centre of that whole area, wasn't it? And I suppose it, what did it do? It like it expanded all throughout Lancashire and a bit into Yorkshire and everything. Mm. Anyway. Mm. So next year, you're hoping to go and spend some time in manchester yeah well that's that's current that's currently the idea you know it's difficult to make plans too far ahead and at the moment you know um because the world's a little bit unpredictable um but um yeah that's kind of that's kind of the rough plan at the moment do you think the creative industry is fast becoming the thing that manchester is going to be known for because I kind of um, see that, but I'm not sure if I'm just seeing it because I want to see it. I wonder if anyone else sees it. I mean, like, the f- film and TV industry, industry in Manchester has 
you know, is growing exponentially. And, mm. it, and it was always, it was big in, you know, before the time that I was working, but, you know, it was already big in the 70s and the 80s. And then I think kind of like in the 90s, nearly 2000s, it kind of had a bit of a dip. And then, you know, the last kind of 10 years or so, it's really like just exploded again. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, you know. I think it's always tricky. Like, it, it's easy, you know, with a city like Manchester as well, where you see all the constant building of apartment blocks and skyscrapers and stuff. And, you know, there is, I think we do have to have a bit of healthy cynicism about some of that, because I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where all these people are coming from to buy these flats and live in these flats. And I think, I think there's a, <laughs> I there's a part of that. There, there's a, there is a part of that that's kind of a little bit of a red herring and I don't know, I hope I hope like the property market in Manchester doesn't collapse because it, it just seems a little bit unsustainable just from, from afar. But it does seem like the city is is growing, you know, it's like it's a rate that it's never been, it's, you know, it's, that it's never done before. I, I don't know, but it does seem like that. And a lot of that is to do, I guess, with, you know, the creative industries, yeah. Mm. Do you think people in Manchester appreciate Manchester? Yeah. Do you think I, we have to be away to appreciate? I think it many do. I think many do. In my case, it's certainly it's certainly being away has made me appreciate it more. First in London and then in Brazil. You know. Yep. So yeah, that's undoubtedly the case. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So I wonder how it will be if people like us go back and spend a prolonged time there. Uh, I think it'd be great. I mean, le- at least for us. I don't know if it'd be great for anyone else, but <laughs> <laughs> Some, something that I feel when I meet other British people is here, is that I'm suddenly aware of where I come from. So, despite you know having an immediate connection with with this normally with this other person, be- simply because they're British and this is Brazil. So, you know, I'm sudden I suddenly like become aware of um, of where I'm where I'm from, and so you know I've friends from you know if the person's from the south or if they're from glasgow or something or like mm. i don't know like even despite being you know five thousand miles from from home like i think you know we're very aware in the uk of where where we come from you know it's a kind mm. of spread we have we do have like slight maybe slight healthy prejudices against different parts of the uk you know mm-hmm. and even here i think we're aware of that when <laughs> when, when british people meet you know um, you know, if someone's from London, they're they're aware that I'm from the north, and I'm mm. aware that they're from London, and it's not a problem. But yeah. we, it's probably something we would talk about. And then if another Brazilian person got involved, yes, we would probably you would have we, to explain. We, we would probably enjoy explaining to them what we think the differences are between yes. the place and where we're from. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I think that's real. Like I, do, <laughs> that does, you know, that does actually happen. I do, I do do that here, um, and it's interesting, you know. So being for so far from home, like essentially becoming more more aware of more aware of where you're from, in a way. Yeah. Cool. Awesome, Jamie. Thank you so much for giving me. Yeah, your no time. worries. It's been great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. Please visit metamanchester.com for more episodes. My name is Tan Lei. Join me again next time.